Hi, I'm Shelley Cameron, CEO of the City of Philadelphia's Division of Aviation, and you're listening to my podcast, Taking Off with Shelley Cameron, where I take you behind the scenes of the Philadelphia International Airport and the Northeast Philadelphia Airport. Taking Off is a rare glimpse inside one of the busiest airport systems in the United States. Today, we're going to talk about a relatively new trend in leisure travel, which is visiting destination cities off the traditional beaten path. Travelers want unique adventures, and they are searching for truly local and authentic experiences, such as discovering Grand Rapids, Michigan. They have the most attended public art event in the world called Art Prize. Other travelers want to go caving beneath the city of Budapest. Other travelers want to learn how to make pasta by hand in a cooking class in Bologna. And airlines are making these experiences more accessible by flying nonstop to more and more boutique destinations. Our hub carrier, American Airlines, is now focused on connecting Philadelphia with niche locations in addition to the major metropolitan cities around the world. And as a result, our region's travelers can fly nonstop to these places. And our amazing city, Philadelphia, is accessible to new visitors from new locations. Joining me to talk about this trend and new opportunities for Philadelphia is Andrew Troll, who is the lead of global communications for American Airlines of Philadelphia. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you so much for having me. And along with Andrew, we have Svetlana Yazovsky who is the Executive Director of Global Tourism of the Philadelphia Convention and Visitors Bureau. Svetlana, thank you for being here. Hi, Shelley. It's a pleasure to be here. So this is a really interesting topic to me. I don't know about you, but I just think it's amazing that it's actually being identified and classified as a trend. I think it's something that those of us who travel a lot have been doing for a while, but this adventure travel and these experiences I think is really exciting. Svetlana, as the Executive Director of Global Tourism for PHLCVB, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, could you tell our listeners a little bit about the role of global tourism and what you do to promote it? in our region? Certainly, it my pleasure. So while the Convention and Visitors Bureau is responsible for promoting Philadelphia as a destination for conventions, meetings, and events, the global tourism team specifically is focused on strengthening our position as a leading tourism destination, so for leisure travel, and that's globally. So we are looking to promote Philadelphia to visitors from overseas countries, as well as those travelers from the United States and Canada who are coming here as part of a group tour. We sell Philadelphia to tour operators and travel agents. We market our city through a variety of channels, print, radio, social media, airlines, and tour operators. And we keep Philadelphia in the positive global spotlight with our targeted public relations efforts. Who is doing all of that? <laughs> we have six people from the global tourism team. Pretty small team. It's, it's small but mighty, absolutely. And we are based here in the headquarters in Philadelphia, but also obviously we're covering the world. So we also operate seven sales and marketing offices that are based abroad in our target markets. And day in and day out, what we do is we try to bring more international visitors to Philadelphia who's going to stay longer here, who are going to spend more money in Philadelphia, do more things and love it, and then go back home and talk to their friends and family and tell them what an amazing adventure they had here in the city. And the airport has a very deep and rich relationship with PHLCVB. 
because of your presence in a lot of countries where we are hoping to get flights, you actually help us in country with meetings that we've set up and things that we're doing to promote air service. Most definitely, our partnership is paramount to the success both of the airlines, our airport, and our city. So having the access to our teams abroad who act as an extension of our staff here on the ground, creates a unique opportunity to make those connections with valuable partners and key strategists to create key strategic alliances for the air route development as well as for destination promotion. My first trip to Japan, I actually met with American Airlines sales representatives in Japan. We met with the network planning people from some other airlines, but we also met with American to talk about what the connectivity was like and what we could do to support them in countries. So kind of an interesting intersection between our three bodies of work. Absolutely. I talked to Jim Moses, who's the vice president of the hub in Philadelphia for American, in an earlier podcast about the three new seasonal routes to Bologna, Berlin, and Dubrovnik. Andrew, can you talk about the process for choosing new destinations for an airline? How does that work? To be honest with you, we have a network planning team whose sole job it is sitting in headquarters in Dallas to evaluate what our network looks like and where those opportunities exist to grow and enhance it, really to build that leading network for American and for the customers that we serve and a number of factors that go into that. Philadelphia in particular is a unique hub for us where we serve both originating passengers So those who start their journeys here in Philadelphia, the local clientele, and it provides an excellent connecting hub for us. So we bring people from more than 120 destinations across the country into Philadelphia, have the opportunity to fill up those planes that go across the North Atlantic and serve the 20 plus destinations that we have throughout Europe. And everything from what the potential demand is for a new route, uh, we look heavily at that and what the opportunity for connecting passengers are from those markets we serve in the U.S. to Philadelphia, what the local demand looks like what the revenue potential is uh, for the airline, because ultimately we do want to make money on those routes, filling up the front of the plane and then supporting that with uh, the main cabin travelers. And one of the great things about the Convention and Visitors Bureau is they help us generate that demand because uh, our planes go both ways. Not only do they fly from Philadelphia to those 20-plus destinations, uh, but they need to be successful and full coming back to us here in Philadelphia as well. So Svetlana, talk a little bit more about that. How do you work with airlines like American, like Andrew just described, to really make sure that everybody is successful? When it comes to launching new routes, we work very closely with the team here at the Philadelphia International Airport and, of course, with our airline partners to ensure that the new flight is firmly on the radar for the international tour operators and travel agents and consumers, and that's way before the flight actual launch date. Because we are really focused on bringing international travelers into Philadelphia, who would typically partner sales and marketing teams of the airlines, but the ones that are based abroad in those source markets, and these will be the people responsible for really filling that plane from that country coming into Philadelphia. So in the example of the flights we're discussing, it will be their teams, American Airlines teams in Germany and Italy and in Croatia. And so as soon as the flight is announced, I mean, if we're lucky, at least a year out, (laughs) we would immediately begin a joint promotion strategy. And that would uh, cover anything from launch events for the travel trade and the media in market. So that means abroad to doing sales calls to product managers from major tour operators to jointly hosting some of the key 
travel, trade, media, and influencers here in Philadelphia ahead of the flight launch to give a preview of the destination as well as generate a buzz, right, and inspire uh, people to think about Philadelphia as they're starting to plan their future travel destinations. And when you talk about international long-haul travel, I mean, that planning starts to happen three to six months out. It's quite a long planning cycle. We also are looking always to connect with consumers directly. And what we found is that some of the -the on-the-ground activations, a lot of the times are more strategic and impactful. So actually, just recently, last month, we partnered on the Bologna Film Festival. And it's the largest film festival in the Emilia-Romagna region. And what we did is we commissioned the screening of, ah, surprise, Rocky movie. (laughs) (laughs) But that played alongside the Philadelphia destination marketing video in Italian to the audience of about 4,000 Italian customers. Wow. I didn't realize the reach was that large. Yeah, it's one of the major film festivals there. It's really a huge event. And to be front and center there with this direct connection between Philadelphia and Bologna was really good timing. And it was a good opportunity to put Philadelphia front and center, but also in a perspective. Because we were really showing, you know, that kind of classic understanding of Rocky era Philadelphia against the city that it is today and this unexpected sometimes vibrant adventure that it offers. So this partnership really allows us between the airline and the destination as well as the airport to deliver and amplify, I would say, both of the messages. So one, how easy and convenient and comfortable it is to get here. And two, what are you going to expect when you get off the plane? So I think when we work together, it's how we're able to be successful in all of our goals. So, Andrew, I went to Budapest, which is another one of the destinations that American launched last year. And when I was walking through one of the center squares in the city, I saw American Airlines advertisements popping up. And I thought, oh, my gosh, can you talk about how your company has a presence overseas to try and drive that traffic as well. Yeah, absolutely. So as we mentioned, we're really focusing more so on some of these niche markets where the brand isn't quite as well known. We are sometimes the first U.S. carrier in a market, for instance, Dubrovnik, Croatia this year, or Bologna, Italy. Uh, And so we do have to put some more work and effort in developing uh, both Philadelphia and American as uh, known brands or known quantities in those markets. And so we started as early as uh, October of last year with some of our marketing efforts, both targeted digital ads, but then also, as you're mentioning, destination-focused ads. I'll use Bologna again as an example. They just opened a brand new Marconi Express Metro, and that takes you directly from the airport into the central train station. To launch that and to launch our new route, American partnered with them to wrap that, uh, looking like an American Airlines aircraft. Oh, wow. That is so cool. Yeah, for the season that we have, we have an American Airlines branded uh, tram that runs every seven minutes, taking people into uh, Center City and the train station, which is really the network to access Tuscany and the rest of Italy. So sometimes you have to be creative, right, in how you try to reach those different travelers. Certainly. It's partnership events with the CVB. It's the co-marketing agreements that we have with the airport. And then it's certainly working with our teams that we have based in London and Europe and to really try and develop these destinations. And we've had a lot of success with it. I'll point to some of the routes that we launched last year, Prague being one of those. Incredibly successful route for us, uh, so much so that when we brought it back this year, we were able to extend 
extend the seas and put a larger aircraft on it, adding 500 additional seats each week uh, to and from Prague. And it continues to do really well for us. And that really is a model for uh, how we want to develop many of these new markets. Dubrovnik is one of those this year that's showing that same potential. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) So Svetlana, we've been talking a lot about Europe, but are there other places and other destinations that you are targeting as part of your strategy to try and promote Philadelphia there and to bring those folks here? Well, Europe historically has been the bulk source of of visitors here to Philadelphia. We are also very active in the Asia-Pacific markets uh, with the destination promotional efforts. So that's China, that's Japan, that's Australia. And even though Europe does produce over 55% of visitors here, it certainly is a very important market for us, both for the airline and the destination. The growth rates, the very aggressive growth rates we're really seeing from the Asia-Pacific markets, and they show huge potential, especially if they were to have nonstop service sometime to Asia in the future. I mean, look at this now. Without a direct connect to Asia, China is our second largest uh, overseas market in Philadelphia. They bring 68,000 visitors every year, and they spend $108 million in the city of Philadelphia. So if there were to be a nonstop flight, I mean, that projection would just be exponential. So I would say... To give kind of the perspective of the efforts and the balance of the promotion uh, throughout the world uh, between Europe, Asia Pacific, and some South American source markets, Philadelphia CVB delivers Philadelphia messages in about 23 countries around the world currently. And that's really helping to elevate uh, how we are an international and a global city. So talk just for a second about your new marketing campaign, Frankly. Certainly, I'd be happy to. So we're a big city, right? We're the sixth largest city in the country. We're the second largest city of the East Coast. So we really have it all. You know, we have museums, we have arts, we have dining, we have nightlife. And so does the next guy, right? Yeah. (laughs) So why would somebody choose the sixth largest next guy versus the more famous largest next guy? You have to differentiate, I mean, at the end of the day. So about two years ago, we set out to build a brand platform that would embody the spirit, the vibrancy, and the distinct character of our city. And for about a year, we worked very diligently with our ad agency, Karma, and also with our international marketing partners to really develop a strategy that would spotlight that one main point of difference between Philadelphia and every other U.S. city. And through that research, one kind of common truth came to light, and that is that Philadelphia is a true juxtaposition between a modern, um, dynamically diverse, cutting-edge city and a city full of national historical landmarks. That's right. Right? It's it's really that balance. First world heritage city in the United States. That's right. And city of firsts all together. But also what came out of that is our voice. That Philadelphia candor, you know, that Philadelphia frankness Mm -hmm. that creates kind of this almost refreshing transparency. It's the edge. It's the edginess. And there's there's something that's incredibly attractive about that. It really is. You know, it's it's surprising. It's open-minded. And it's authentic at Mm -hmm. the end of the day. So what the Frankly Philadelphia campaign does is it translates this voice into how we talk about Philadelphia and how we talk about our city. And I actually have a little bit to give you an example um, of that voice, how it manifests. So it goes a little bit like this. 
Philadelphians love oil paintings, famous declarations, alfresco dining, and opera. We also like to think there is no greater delicacy than meat and melted cheese on a bread roll. We are what we are. <laughs> and what we are is an American city that is unapologetically candid about everything, from street art and historical artifacts to the best way to navigate the city. It's called shoe leather. <laughs> so come for a walkable, rideable, even carriageable trip to our nation's birthplace and ride alongside a city full of outspoken locals. It's a trip you'll never forget. You in? And so this voice is everywhere. It's in print, it's in social, it's in our in-person presentation, and it's been really well received. You know, it gives me goosebumps every time I hear that being said, because that is Philadelphia. That marketing research really captured what Philadelphia is about. So Andrew, I've got to ask about the planes. I've got to ask about the planes because I understand that in addition to using more and more Dreamliners, 787s, on our European routes, American is acquiring 50 new Airbus XLRs. How do you think that could impact Philadelphia and future destinations, if you're allowed to tell me anything. Absolutely. So we are really excited here in Philadelphia, as you mentioned, for two reasons. First and foremost is that we're transitioning to become a 787 base. And so uh, we are starting to shed uh, the 767s from our fleet, uh, which have been the backbone of a lot of these new development markets. We're replacing those with the all-new 787s. Oh, my God. And what an upgrade in the experience. Phenomenal. They are among the newest planes that we have in our fleet. Uh, They provide a lower cabin pressure, bigger windows, so folks can see those great destinations. Uh, But it also provides a new class of service for us. Uh, It'll have the uh, premium economy product. So it delivers one more elevated experience uh, for travelers uh, that are departing from Philadelphia going overseas. And we launched those in January of 2020 on three routes, and we'll phase more and more in throughout the year. Uh, And looking a little bit more long-term, as you mentioned, uh, at the Paris Air Show last month, American announced that we are going to be acquiring uh, 50 brand-new Airbus A321 XLRs. And uh, that really uh, is the next evolution of technology when it comes to talking about airframes and uh, the capabilities it provides to us as an airline are really poised to transform American, the industry, and in particular Philadelphia. When you look at the range of the XLR, you can reach from Philadelphia through almost all of continental Europe and even down into parts of South America. We're looking at using it in a three-cabin configuration with roughly 150 seats or so. You compare that to the aircraft that we're using today that sit 200-plus, it gives us the ability to go on new routes that maybe have a little bit less demand overall or even more of that niche market for us and connect those markets directly to Philadelphia. And so it continues, like I said, uh, to open up a world of possibilities that weren't possible just last Last year even. I got to tell you, I was over the moon excited when I saw that announcement. So I've got to ask you one last question. If you had a crystal ball, and I don't know if you brought it with you today or not, but what do you think the future looks like for Philadelphia and American Airlines? I'm happy to say that American continues to invest in Philadelphia both on the customer experience side, but on our network planning and route development side as well. Over the next year, we're going to have a brand new flagship lounge that's going to elevate the experience for customers who are traveling internationally. And all the new aircraft we're bringing in continue to open up new route opportunities for us. 
We've been successful uh, launching and developing these niche markets, and I think that's something you'll continue to see both this year and in the years beyond. Oh, that's great. And I've got to give a shout out to American on the flagship lounges. I was traveling through Miami internationally and visited their new flagship lounge earlier this year, and it is stunning. Absolutely stunning. So we can't wait to see that in Philadelphia as well. It's an absolutely phenomenal experience, and it's something we're really excited to bring to Philadelphia. Oh, I wish we had more time to continue talking. To our listeners, I hope that you've enjoyed this segment as much as I have, talking to two of our closest partners, the PHL, Convention and Visitors Bureau, and American Airlines, about how we work some of the lesser-known pieces of this business, how we promote Philadelphia to the rest of the world and how we bring the rest of the world into Philadelphia and make sure Philadelphia knows what they can get to from our airport. It's been a pleasure to have both of you with me today and to learn more about the routes that we have available, please visit our newly designed website, phl.org or of course, aa.com. The PHLCVB website is? Discoverphl.com. Discoverphl.com, thank you Svetlana. And you can see the Frankly marketing video on the website. Folks, I would encourage you to take a look. Svetlana, thank you. Andrew, thank you for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Shelly. I'm Shelly Cameron. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.